Alana J, though. Yes. TMG, TMZ mm-hmm. is reporting that Betty White passed away. Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. When? When you, I don't know if it was last night or early this morning, but when you were asleep, I was listening to a movie punditry show that I enjoyed, and they said, oh, TMG's reporting the death of Betty White. Oh, so she finally, she finally kicked the bucket. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to live to be 100, but I guess not. Apparently her birthday was going to be on January 17th. Oh. Did she die of natural causes? They didn't say. Oh. Wow. I got a joke for you that I came up with after C died, but I don't know if it goes too far or not. What do you mean? You want me to give you the joke? Uh, well, I don't know. Why? If I came up with this joke, you know that other people must have already, too. Okay. You know that uh, Betty White was a big Tucker Carlson fan. Oh, jeez. Okay. You know what? No, no, no. You know know how we know? No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh-uh. No, no. Not going to go there, Bubs. We're not going to go there. No. Do you you know how I know? No, no. No, no, no. no. Because apparently, Uh, she was thinking of changing her name to Betty White Supremacist. No. Okay, okay, okay. That's that's enough. All right, all right, all right. Stop, 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 stop. No, by the way, I do not know that she was a Tucker Carlson fan. And I actually think she was uh, a lib, which is good. Yeah, of course she would. Um, Hopefully she, prob- she was. She, she might have been. I'm hoping she was. Of course you do. <laughs> you of course you do. You don't like my joke, though. No, not really. Changing your name to Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a Tucker. Fighting words, ah! Bubs. <laughs> Fighting words, Bubs. Oh, it is. I believe, did I say like a week or two ago that I thought she was going to die soon? No, um, we were talking about that, right? Cause Barely I thought, recently. We, uh, um, how close do you want me to be? Because Well, if it was up to me, hold on, let me. You would be like I am, feel how close I am. It's, okay. it's like I do the shotgun thing. Which they teach you in broadcasting school. The shotgun thing? Where you put your fingers, your fill my hand, like it's a shotgun. Yeah. And then the tip of this finger is where you should be away from the microphone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I noticed that when I've listened to recordings in the past, I sound far away. But we should also be fair and say when I've tried to put the mic close to you, oftentimes you'll be like, get yucking away from me. <laughs> I don't care. I just need to be near me, Bob. It's, it's like it's kind of. I mean, it, it felt really uncomfortable, though. I'm gonna be in a waiting watch. You'll be hard anyway. Oh my goodness! Yes, 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 yes. I did not say that. No, you didn't say that. No, I didn't. <laughs> the last thing you you're putting words in my mouth. Oh, oh, I still love you. Give me a kiss. No. Well, Betty White. What was this? Oh no, yeah, the Betty last White. Golden Girl is gone now. Yep. Give me a kiss. I remember I recently um, uh, heard her on uh, the radio, and I forgot what it was for a commercial from the Ad Council, and I forgot what it was about. Huh. It might have been, I forgot what it was about, Um, but she sounded super old. You know, you got to wonder with that, because there was this big movement to make Betty White popular a little over 10 years ago. I didn't know about that. Yeah, like, it all started, uh, her renaissance, I guess, 
on Facebook, actually, because mm-hmm. some people started a petition mm-hmm. to get Saturday Night Live to make her host for a week. Mm-hmm. Then she does that, and everybody starts talking about she's still with it. Mm-hmm. She's almost 90. Isn't this amazing? And things go on from there. But you wonder, what were the last years of her life like? Uh, she might have been, you know, physically um, unable to do some certain things, right? Yeah. You know, maybe she was starting to get sick. I don't know if she was married. She might have been married. She was, but her husband, I think, died in the early 80s. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she must have been a, she may have been a widow. I don't know if she had any pets. I know she was an advocate for pets. I know that too. So back in the 90s, I used to get weed from this guy who uh, had a book that Betty White did about dogs. Oh, really? Yeah. Way back in the day. Did you read it? No, no, no. This, the person I, you know, I would buy from used to have this book. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe, Allegedly. Maybe he hit the bucket. I don't know, babes. Oh. And who knows if that's even true, because Rick has a interesting way of remembering things. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we were talking about her recently, so. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, she might even live to be 100, and here it is. It's uh, the 31st of December, and she's uh, now gone. Now. I think if I remember correctly, I said that that was not a good bet. Mm. But I can't. I don't know for sure. I don't remember what you said about that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And apparently I'm wrong about Lloyd Center. They're going to stay open. The new owner said they're going to give it at least two years. So, Yeah, I remember we talked about that. Oh, we did. I, I yes. wasn't sure if we talked, mentioned yeah. it here. Yeah, we talked about it once. Okay. And I thought that was good that they um, that um, it is going to be restored. Nice. Yes. I and maybe a big old and metal mall. That's what, well, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna what they're going to do, if they're still going to have the um, skating rink. I I do remember once when I was uh, going to uh, the blind school, we did uh, take a trip to the um, to the skating rink, and that was fun. We had a good time. Good. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Very good there, Jay Wall. And then several times during my childhood, when I was still living in Hawaii, um, we went to the local skating rink, uh, local ice skating rink. You took a nap. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Babes, everybody is dying to know. Okay. Will we do Apocalypse Lady tomorrow or oh. My Fair Apocalypse? I don't I don't know. Possibly, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I it, it's still like I don't know, almost 12 p.m. <laughs> uh, yes. I I I don't know. I like I, I actually like my fair apocalypse better. But oh, wow. we'll see what happens, Jay Will. Oh. I came over here a little bit later than usual mm-hmm. because there's an exercise that I've done every year since my mom passed away. On which, New Year's Eve? Yeah, which is this uh she passed away in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Where I write a letter to myself. Basically, just a recap of what happened the year before and also saying some of the goals I have for the next year. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I didn't do this in 2015 because this is the first year. But every year since then, what I do is I read the letter from the previous year right before 
I begin work on the next letter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Things were not going too well when I wrote the last letter, mm-hmm. probably because we were really in it with COVID. But I feel a little bit more optimistic about next year. I um, think, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of political t- turmoil more than we have right now. Yeah. But I do believe that we're starting to get a hold of the coronavirus. You know, they were saying on the news tonight that we're having record cases right now, but less people are going to the hospital because the strain is starting to weaken. That's like, like that's what I've been saying. But that's actually a good thing. It is a good thing. Um, I, I, but I think now is the time for, uh, people to take their own, uh, health into their own hands is what I'm trying to say. Mm. I think that because with every variant that comes with every virus, um, the virus weakens with every, uh, the virus weaken, viruses weaken with every variant is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I think that, because uh less people are getting extremely you know some people get sicker than others but the this this new variant is uh proving that it's not as bad um as it was like in the you know for other people so we might be starting to move past it i hope i i hope so i mean even with um remember when uh, they had remember when I think it was back in two thousand three when the SARS thing was happening? Yeah, they were promoting that and then it never really came out. It was like um that Dr. Dre album, what was it, uh Detox, it never really dropped. Well, I mean, it wasn't as you know, even you know, when SARS came out and the avian flu and West Nile virus, uh they they seemed to kind of like uh, I mean, they didn't lock down anything, and I I personally think that now that this is starting to weaken a lot more, hopefully by next this this coming year, uh, things will start to look up again. I'm thinking it's going to be an interesting ride in 2022. It is. It, I'm I'm sure. I'm I have to I have to believe that it's going to be better than this year. Oh, this year. Um, of course, um, I mean, it was a crazy year, but I, I'm hoping that next year there's bigger and better things um, happening. It was definitely better than 2020. For sure. I mean, I think everybody would agree. Uh, 2020 just threw everybody for a loop. Yeah. 2021, uh, places were opening up in other states and it was, uh, you know, it was like a state by state thing. And, um, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just hopeful. I'm hopeful that things are going to start to eventually turn. Yeah. I mean, Mike Pence got canceled this year, but. Okay. For everybody. Besides, all, right, all right. All right. Ow. Uh, what happened? Well, I touched your boob. Ow, ow. Sorry, babes. That hoy. Well, you didn't, I was trying to defend myself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ouchie. Ouchie. I love you. Uh-huh. I love you, babes. You say sorry. Sorry. Are you really sorry? No. Oh. But I do love you. Oh, okay. No, I can't be really sorry because I'm Rick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be sorry, Hammond. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I think it's safe to say that the both of us are 
excited. Excited about next year. In some ways. In other ways, I think it's going to be a political, you know, side But show. it's always going it's, to, it's always been that way every single year. I mean. No, but it's getting worse. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is. But I think regardless of that, I'm, I'm hopeful that next year is going to be, um, it's going to be different, I, I think. Yeah. So I know you didn't find anything or you didn't do the research, but Alex Jones is turning on Donald Trump. And there's a reason I'm bringing this and up. And I've never heard anything about that. And I, and I haven't been able to um, find like a, a solid uh, article about this because because I didn't, I didn't hear about it. Yeah, I, I haven't. I've actually heard the clip, and I could send it to you, but you don't like my sources. But so my point is, some people are starting to speculate that the reason he's doing this is that Alex Jones might try to run for president in twenty twenty four, um, which would be odd, right? I doubt. I don't think he is though. Mm. I really don't. I I've never heard about. Him wanting to run, um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think so. I really don't. Well, here's the thing. He could definitely win the Republican nomination if Trump isn't running. But if Trump is running, then what happens? I, I still don't think he's going to run, though, whether he does or not. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know. But... We would have a complete disaster on our hands. Yeah, like we already already uh, don't have a disaster right now. We do, but I mean, oh my God. But it's the difference between... I'm telling you, Bubs, you got to look into speeches because I don't really... I I honestly think you don't have a grasp on on Trump at all. I, I Now, I, there are a few things about Trump I like. I like that he's now starting to say that one of the best things his administration did was the vaccine. And he's, he's coming out pretty strong for that. And I do, I, I think it's a little bit too late, but at least, hey, at least he's there. At least he's doing that now. Um, I like that he wasn't in favor of TPP. He did some good stuff, but overall, we, I think it was very dangerous. No, 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 he, no, he tried no, to end no, democracy. No, 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 no. That, that is, um, that is, uh, that's been false. And it's also been proven, um, it's, it's also, um, been proven that, um, a lot of the reporting on him was not even true. I mean, they, they run with these stories all the time. Um, yeah. they run with these stories all the time. If you don't know where to look, of course, you're going to get negative information. Don't you think it's interesting, babes? Yeah. That when it came to the election, he lost 60 court cases and you could say, well, but those are all liberal judges, except a lot of them were appointed by Trump himself. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, but a lot of them, the, a lot of them have been blocked. By the way, Bubs. What do you mean? Uh, a lot of these um, cases uh, were not heard, and it wasn't, and and he didn't appoint all these judges. No, but I, I didn't say he appointed all of them. But a fair amount of the judges who blocked the cases were Trump appointees. No, they weren't. Yeah. No, they weren't. Yeah, do some research on no babes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 The Supreme Court, for one, they blocked a case related to um, the uh, recount, and like half of the judges on there were Trump. Appointees. No, they weren't. A third of he them. Only, he only he only appointed like um, he only appointed the two. No, he did three. 
three justices. Yeah, but what I'm saying, babes, is don't you find it interesting that his own appointees kind of... No, he didn't appoint... All right, all right, babe. I know... I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he didn't have time to shock your complete court, Bubs. Mm. <laughs> I love you. Oh, I forgot to do this. Nose. I love your nose. Sorry, it hurt your eye. No, you came close, though. Oh, shall we? I don't like you messing around with that area, babes. Huh? I don't like you messing around with that area. Was with your eye? Yeah. No, I wasn't trying to. Oh no, so so shake for that yo yo there. Ah Ah Hi Shelby. That's okay, babes. But anyway. Yes. Um yeah. Uh so but I don't think he's gonna run. Alex Jones, I mean. I hope not. Although if him and Trump both won, it would divide the Republican Party in a really fun way to watch. Yeah, I think it's even more fun to watch the uh, the Democrats uh, fumble and crumble. And but here's the thing, babes. Yeah. Both parties are horrible for this country. No, they're not. I mean, if you're talking about the establishment, for sure, that there has to be an overhaul. Yes. There has to be an overhaul. I, I definitely would agree that uh, establishment people on both sides need to be out of office because some of them are really close to croaking anyway. I mean, especially Nancy Pelosi, who's a disgrace to her district and the country. Right. I think she needs to go, and so does... Line Ted. Mitch McConnell. Uh, I don't like Mitch McConnell. I I, I honestly... Um, uh, he should have been gone a long time ago, and I Kirsten don't... Kirsten Cinema. Lindsey Graham. I mean, we can name a whole bunch of people that should be... Should have already been gone. Yes. Uh, so... I mean, uh, but yeah, but there's, there's a lot of insane people in both parties. JLo. Yes. I was watching TYT the other day. Of course. Pretty good news network. And they do this mm-hmm. thing where they do like the jerk of the year. Right. So they name, so because the name of the network is the Young Turks, they'll do like the Turk of the Year, which is like the person who best represents the country. The Young Turkeys. Oh, yes. And they'll also do the Jerk of the Year. And some Democrats won Jerk of the Year. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'd like to know who they are. Joe Manson and Kirsten Cinema. Your, your favorites in Horse of Life. They're not my favorites. Okay. (laughs) There, there would be things that I would agree on. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Joe Manchin. I'm not, I'm not at all. Um, I, and I'm not a fan of Christian cinema either. So, I mean, that doesn't mean that they're my favorites. Okay. I thought they were. Who am I? Your best one, Jackie Bob. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I love you, babes. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. I gave you some homework last night. I Yes, I did. Now, I, yes, I yeah. did. Yeah. So there was that. And then there's now cancel culture, babes, mm-hmm. is getting insane. And uh, it's it's really going out of control now, cancel culture. Um, Let's look at what's going on in Oklahoma, where... I have something to say about it that um, you would be shocked. Well, one of the things, anyway. Not everything, but one of the things you would be shocked that I said. Okay, because I know that you are against cancel culture. And you said to me that it, it happened, that you don't like it when it ever happens. And so now... Well, well with, with 
okay, let me let me clarify. I don't like it, period, but here's the thing. If something is is if something if there's a problem going on and somebody takes matters into their own hands, um I think there has to be some boundaries in some case because because not every single case is a one size fits all thing. Yeah. So let's talk about cancel culture and how it's really starting to spiral spiral out of control in Oklahoma. There is a uh, new legislation that I, I think the governor or the senator put forth. To, it's a it's a governor. The governor Standridge, I think. Yeah, an establishment Republican, but it could have been a Democrat. It was a Republican. Mm-hmm. But, but, but I don't know if he's establishment or not. Okay. Well, I mean, it's. It, I mean, I've heard that it's only like liberals and establishment uh, Republicans who are into cancel culture. So, did you know? Well, you know now, but. If a parent has a problem with a book in a school library, mm-hmm. they can report it. And the book has to be taken out of the library within 30 days or else the librarian will lose their job. And I think the school will get fined like $10,000 a day. This is crazy. So, okay. Culture. So first off, um, I don't think that those kinds of books should be in library, in school libraries, number one, because they shouldn't be in school libraries. That's not why kids go to school. Um, I think the argument was, is that these books should be in bookstores or other public libraries. I agreed with that. Number two, I didn't agree with the firing of the library, the librarian. Um, and, uh, the school, so, uh, so the one thing I didn't agree with was the firing of the librarian after 30 days. I do think that these books do not belong in libraries. Wait a second. In school libraries. Wait a second. What? Kids come to libraries to learn. And if a parent has a problem with a particular book, then wouldn't it make more sense if they have an issue? They say something to where their kid isn't allowed to check out certain books. Because now the way I understand it is – you can complain on the basis of how sex is taught in books or how sex is expressed. And it's mainly a law to prevent kids from learning about uh, uh, gay people, right? That's the way I understand it. I could be a little bit off on that. You're a little bit off on it. Okay. But if I have a problem with a book, why can't I just say send my kid back to the school, make them give the book back, and and say my kid is not allowed to check out that book? Why does the entire school now can't have that book? Well, well, it shouldn't be allowed in school, period. Why not? Because that is the kind of stuff that parents should be teaching their kids. And it's one thing if you're learning about basic sex education – in elementary school, by the time that they're, I don't know, uh, between fourth and sixth grade. But that, when it comes to um, uh, alternative lifestyles and uh, cr- gratuitous uh, topics about sex, um, I, I don't, I honestly don't think they belong in libraries. I think that they belong in public libraries or bookstores. Let me give you an example. 
Let's say and I don't think it's anything wrong for a parent to report their concern. I don't think there's anything wrong for a parent to report their concern and say, my kid isn't allowed to check out books on this particular subject. My issue is saying that it shouldn't be in the library because or, the library or, is a place for ideas and so is a school. What? A library, my dear, is a place for ideas and so is yep, a school. Yeah, but this is a school library. There's a difference. It's not a public library where you can find anything you want. Right, but kids are supposed to go to school. One of the reasons is to be challenged and to learn how to think about things. Yeah, but but the but if your if educators are trying to teach um or if if educators are trying to teach things to kids that parents don't want them to to learn um I don't see anything wrong with with them reporting their concerns about what's in the what's in school libraries or, or maybe they could just take their kids out of school. But you do realize, my dear, that not every book that is in the library is a curriculum for a class. So t- sometimes they're just there to encourage kids to read and explore ideas. They're not necessarily meant to be part of a book project. Yeah, I know. But when it when it it talks about certain and it's not just like i'm not talking about health books i'm talking about sexual lifestyles if it's talking about sexual lifestyles and it's a sensitive subject that parents should be talking to their kids about they should not be in libraries uh, school libraries let me give you an example i moved to oklahoma and i'm not a christian as we've established but let's say I adopt a kid or something, or I, I, I make love and produce a child, a, a little kid. Okay. I go to Oklahoma and I see that they have the Bible. And I know that there are some sexual depictions in the Bible. And I say to the school, this book is full of smut. There's violence in it. And I want it removed within the next 30 days. Would that be cool? Um, no, because it's, it's a totally different thing though. It's a totally different thing. It's not like the child is learning about, um, uh, it's, it's not like the child is learning about an alternative lifestyle that, um, is different from, from the lifestyle that he's living with his parents or is she. And, it, and it's not like, um, it's trying to redefine family and marriage and all that. Okay, let me give you another example. Let's say I'm a straight kid, mm-hmm. but I have I, I have a family and there's and then I was adopted or in vitro and I have uh, gay parents, right? So maybe I'm a, a little girl and my parents are both lesbians. And because I'm in Oklahoma, which sounds oppressive to me, even though I keep hearing that's not the case, but it sounds oppressive to me. I don't, I feel like an outcast. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I do to escape from that is read books. I'm, I'm a little bit of a book nerd. So I go to the library, my school one, and I see that there's a book about, you know, kids. Maybe there's, I, I, I don't know that word, but maybe there's a book about a little girl who's a superhero who's encouraged by her two moms to live a better life. And I, I'm reading the book series, but I can only read the first two books before the other ones are removed. Don't you think that that would make me feel more isolated? Um, 
What do you mean? Because the books are not in the library? Yeah, because I, I finally find a well, series. Then, well, then the solution is to go to a different store and get the series. But as a little kid, it may be difficult for you to find those types of books in Oklahoma. Well, maybe that kid shouldn't be reading that book. But maybe that kid feels like an outcast, and it's not the fault of her parents. It's just the way society treats her two moms. What's, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly think they shouldn't be in school libraries, period. See, I think if you're against cancel culture, you're no, against wait, 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 No, no, no. I said with boundaries and with good reasoning. I believe and, it. And I, I'm, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be in libraries. I'm saying that they shouldn't be in a school library where kids should be learning about stuff that they can do research projects on that actually will, um, will expand their their learning not about alternative lifestyles and some other things that they could be getting into i i I just think it's counterproductive i think that if they really wanted to do that then go to the bookstore across town or 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 ask your ask their parents go to the bookstore across town with their parents and have a discussion about what would be good for them to read okay a couple more points i want to make about this um, let's say you're a gay kid whose parents are pretty oppressive, right? You, you talk about oppression very much. I know, okay. but it's, it's applicable mm-hmm. in this particular situation. And they don't want to take you to a library or a bookstore so you can buy some book about homosexuality, right? And your only, uh, your only form of, of, uh, solitude was the library where you can read about successful people like you. And now that's no longer on the table. I'm just saying, I, I do believe that the library, whether it's a school one or a public library, should be a place where different ideas are presented in a non-judgmental way. And you have a book there. That doesn't mean that a kid has to check it out. It just means that the I'm, book is there I'm, if they I'm want I'm sorry. To. I disagree. I think they don't belong in schools. I think that they're that libraries in schools should have educational books. Uh, they should have health books, fun books for kids, but strictly for kids, not adult subjects like alternative lifestyles. That's the difference. Can, There's uh, a difference. Okay. Here's the question. It's not like, you know, just like, um, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't have, uh, books about pornography in, school libraries no but there's a difference between having like a hustler magazine in a school where a girl's getting ball gagged and a book where a kid's learning that it's okay to be gay and it's okay if your parents are gay right let me but let, let's move it off of 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 gay of being gay or straight even though i think that that's primarily what the law is about do you think that the harry potter book should be in school well, I think they're fun and I, and I, and I've, and I've, I've talked about this, um, as an opinion that I had that there are, uh, Christian parents and I know there's going to be some backlash because there are uh, Christians, uh, don't always agree on this, but it's, to me, it's just a fun book for, uh, fantasy and adventure, kind of like, um, Peter Pan and Pinocchio and, you know, the, the the fairy tales that that kids like to read about, mm. and I think that if you're going to take if you're going to take that series out of the school library, then that means you have to take all the fairy tales out of the school library. 
And I don't agree with that. Mm. And that, I mean, I am, I understand that. I totally understand that. It's not, um, to me, I don't, I don't see anything. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. We're of two different minds on this. Okay. Let me ask you another question. Okay. So it starts, here's an argument against censorship that I, I am 100% on board this argument. Okay. People say, if you let it start one place, it'll spread. For example, mm-hmm. okay, it's starting right now in the school libraries. The mm-hmm. governor got away with doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's successful, who's to say that in a couple of years, he won't pass a bill saying that now in the public libraries, we're not allowed to have any books that express homosexuality in a positive light. Would you be all right with that? Well, okay, so this is where I I probably would agree with you on this. As much as I wouldn't want to read a book like that, it's a public library open for the public. It's not like it's a an isolated school library for kids. All right. Adults can go there. Kids can go there. There's a section for all, you know, there's, they're, they're in sections, kind of like a, you know, like, like, um, a certain bookstore here in, uh, in Portland. Yeah. I won't give the name out. You think about Pals. Yes. Yeah. Can I say that? You can say that. Pals is Pals bookstore. a great okay. bookstore. So it's not, it's like Pals bookstore, a huge bookstore with different sections. You can choose to browse that section or not. But when it comes to kids, that's where I draw the line. Right. That's where I draw the line because I think that parents should be talking to these, the, to kids about these subjects, not them finding out in a book at their school library. And I, I rag on my parents a lot, but for real, let me give them a little bit of credit here. One of the ways that they were not oppressive is they always encouraged explore different ideas, learn different things. However, I knew plenty of people growing up whose parents weren't as open about that type of thing. And I know that this is 2021 or soon to be 2022, uh-huh. but you still have parents who are pretty oppressive who might keep their kids off of line and who might not let them learn about uh, gay people. And I think that that's a really big detriment. You're assuming that the parents are going to teach them the right thing. And that's not necessarily the case. And I think, okay. Well, ma- there's, a, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. Yeah. So, okay. Maybe you, in, in classrooms, you don't have every kid say their preferred pronoun, but I don't see the problem with having books on gay or transgender rights in a library. I, I do see a problem with it. I do. Uh, but, but, but when I, but when, but, but to my point, Public libraries, I don't have a problem with a book being in a public library or in a public bookstore because it's open to every person in the public. And it's a bigger store. There's different sections. You don't have to go to that section. But when it comes to kids and it's a limited, um, it, it's, it's a, it's a much smaller library. Um, and kids are growing up and they're developing. Um, I, I don't think they belong in school libraries. I just don't. I yeah. Don't. And I also think if you're a gay or transgender kid who gets picked on every day and the library is your sanctuary, it might be good to have a one or two books at least that represent your lifestyle. So you don't feel so alone, but that's but, my take. Uh-huh. 
All right. I, 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 we are getting in the weeds here. I want to give you something to think about, though, as we're kind of going back to a point I just made. You're against censorship in public libraries. I, but school libraries. I said, I, I said you're against. Yeah, I'm against some censorship in public libraries. But, and we know that I disagree with you, this is a testing round. If it works in schools, it could easily spread to public libraries. And the precedent has been set that it's okay. Now, I know you disagree with that, but a lot of people uh, aren't as liberal as my little J-Lo over here. What? As far as allowing... Uh, gay books in. Well, I mean, I mean, I said with good reasoning. I'm not saying that I like it. Right. But what I'm saying, babes, is consider the fact and just sit with us. We don't have to go into this right now that this could be a testing ground. If this works at, a, at schools, it might spread to public libraries. And wouldn't it be a shame if you couldn't go to a public library and read about Read about uh, the history of, of how gay people were treated in this country. And you could even say, well, uh, Rick, I don't care about gay people. Okay. Well, let's say you feel that way, which one, I, I wish you didn't, but two. I never said that. Okay. I, I've, I've, I've never said that. When okay. Did I say right. that? I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth. <laughs> but that. also, okay. Maybe it starts with, uh, uh, talking about gay people, but then maybe it spreads to other things. So maybe the next group we can't talk about or have an honest discussion about is black people or people with disabilities or Filipino people. You know, it, it what I'm saying is censorship, if it gets a stronghold in a community, it rarely stops in one spot. And I just want you to think about that. We don't have to go into it now, but just sit with that for a little while. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even allowed to show my J-Lo gay cinema. Um, I, I, it's not my thing. There's a lot of great, uh, gay cinema. Yeah. I've already, I, I've seen enough. I've, I mean, one of the movies that I saw in college was, but I am a cheerleader and, I wasn't too impressed with it. No, but that's that's a part of gay cinema. You may have watched the more salacious films. You haven't seen things like Jeffrey or uh, It's My Party. Um, things that really, I think, expand your mind. But that's just my take. What is Jeffrey about? Jeffrey is a film with um, uh, Stephen Weber, who is most famous from the show Wings. Oh, okay. And he's a gay man living in, I want to say, New York. And Captain Picard himself, Patrick Stewart, plays one of his friends. Uh -huh. And it's just about him going through life. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're Bound. But Bound is a little bit more salacious. But it's still a good film. And Midnight Cowboy, I do think, is a classic. Yeah. Yes. That's that's just not my thing. But some things I'm not allowed to show my widow J. Wool. Oh. Can I a, a quick question, babes? And then we're, we're going to drop this. Okay. Could I show you a TV show where the main protagonist is gay? I've watched those types of shows. I oh, mean, you I've have? Watched, well, I mean, I've watched Will and Grace. Uh, a couple of the, um, a couple of the main characters are gay. That's true. So you wouldn't have a problem with something like that. Well, I mean, it depends on the show, though. Because yeah. there, not every show is that you know, not every show I'm going to like, whether it's gay, whether there's gay people or straight people. No, no, but I mean, if the writing is well done and being gay is, it isn't the. I mean, I used shit. to watch. I mean, I used to watch Glee. So I've never seen Glee. There's there's a gay character in there. Okay, so if it's just okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when it comes to like 
when it comes to cinema, I I kind of don't really want to go there because it, it it becomes more salacious. Nice. Well, at least we've established today that I am against cancel culture. Now give me a kiss. Well, you <laughs> my. I love you, there, Cancel culture, Jay. Whoa. Hey, hey. Right, give me a kiss. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I gave you other homework last night. Yes, I did. Tell yes, me. you did. Tell me. Well, I did look up the Ghislaine Maxwell thing, and as I have predicted, it was actually taking out of context. Let me give some background. There was a press conference when Donald Trump was still president, mm -hmm. and he is asked specifically about Ghislaine Maxwell, and he gives words of encouragement. Well, and that was taken out of context. And actually, I did find um, an article in uh, the New York Post of all places. Which is a conservative magazine. Well, this Or is newspaper, rather. But go ahead. The New York Post? Yes. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It's not. The Times uh, is establishment liberal. No, I, no I've, I've, ta I've, I've heard conservatives talk against the New York Post and the Washington Post. So, the, well, the Washington Post is also establishment liberal, but the New York Post leans more. But it actually, right but it actually was taken out of context. My point being, because what the person asked, uh, because he had this, he had this press conference about COVID. Yeah, and um, they found out that she was arrested, and the reason why he said he wished her well is because the person who asked the question said. What do you think is going to happen to uh, the two men in this in this uh, trial or not in this trial, but um, in this case? Because there's there's Jeffrey Epstein and there's Bill Clinton. And I don't know why Bill Clinton hasn't been brought up in this in this trial, from what I understand, but he should have. OK. Or I'm sorry, not Bill Clinton. I'm sorry. It was Prince Andrew. And he's actually spoken out against Prince Andrew. Oh, I, I wasn't finished. And <laughs> you're trying you to already said something that was wrong, but we'll get there. I'll let you finish. He did say something about Prince Andrew. That wasn't. Uh, that wasn't the thing that you said that was wrong. I don't know if that's true or not. It, it is true. But my point being is that the reason why he said he wished her well was to say, I wish her well on um, getting these guys uh, trying to get these guys because Prince Andrew has been reported to have um, been in that uh, sexual scandal with a young uh, Virginia Gouffre, who was one of the girls, one of the underage girls that was caught up with um, Jeffrey Epstein. And allegedly, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think they're going to have another trial um, concerning that. And um, she was one of uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's um, victims as well. Mm. So what he was saying is that um, I wish her well in trying to get these men. Not that he wishes her well on getting Scott free. So that was taken out of context. All right. Let me tell you the part that you got wrong. You said that he that Donald Trump was asked specifically about these two men. Jeffrey Epstein... <laughs> And Prince Andrew. Mm -hmm. The clip I saw, he was specifically asked about Ghislaine Maxwell. What do you think of what's going on with the Ghislaine Maxwell and her trial? And, he, and trial? he also said that he didn't follow it. He wasn't following it. And I know at the time that, um, I know that um, a while back. I wasn't finished. Okay, good. 
He was asked what he thought of Ghislaine Maxwell and her upcoming trial. And he says, I wish her luck. We used to hang out a lot back in the day. Um, and I, I wish her luck with her trial. And that was taken out of, no, he, he was asked about her arrest, not her trial. I heard the clip. I, I, I read the transcript. I he, could play you the clip. Nope. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to depend on your sources. I think it's so funny, because babe. I know, I know your, yeah. I know your sources already have a leftist oh. slant to it, bub. But here's the thing, babes: you can have a leftist slant and still give real information. You can have a right wing. You know who has a right wing slant but still gives real information? Who? Julian Assange. Du- Julian Assange. Julian Assange has a right wing slant, but he gives honest information. That that I will agree with. Yeah. Um, and I know that he's in exile right now. And he should not be in exile. And I, I know that he's in exile right now because of, um, uh, because of something that went on, uh, in another country. And I, I know that he's given a lot of information. Uh, and that's where, um, that's where it, it was, uh, linked with uh, Hillary Clinton in the, um, emails. Part of it. Correct. Uh, and notice that Donald Trump never pardoned him. Now, so, but, but what I'm trying to say is, if you have a slant, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're incorrect. It just means that you have a bias, you acknowledge it. But it's, it, it, it's a little bit frustrating for me because I can play you the clip of like Alex Jones saying that he's about to turn on Trump and that he has secret information on it, but you won't listen to it if it comes from me. I won't because a lot of these, a lot of these uh, news sources that are mainly to the left have either edited it or um, or they, you know, they play, they only take like, uh, edit it meaning like they've only taken a partial clip of it and they don't play the entire clip. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't play the transcript. Um, just like how they've... Um, uh, just because, I mean, just, just like they've taken the clip of Donald Trump talking about people taking down Confederate statues, but they made it sound like he, they were talking about, um, the, uh, um, the violent protesters, but, but he wasn't talking about the violent protesters. They've twisted it and they've twisted it and they've twisted it. And all I'm saying is that they've twisted what actually really happened. And it, it is proven to be wrong a lot of the times. And that's why I won't listen to your sources. But not all the times. And yes, it has been. By the way, with Charlottesville, we do know that it was a right-wing white supremacist group. No, it wasn't. And I know this. No, babes. Babes! Stop, stop, stop. No, it wasn't. Stop, stop, stop. No, it was not. I knew somebody who dated somebody from the yeah, United Right. Yeah, but who's telling you that it's a right-wing... And, and by the way, any Nazi... Um, any type of Nazi group is not from the right. That's the misconception that has been, um, has been thrown around by the left for, for decades and decades and decades. <laughs> oh, that's laughable. It, it is. It's true. It is true. Any Nazi, there are conservatives that have adamantly talked against Nazism. So I'm not sure where you're getting that information. No, but babes, there's different extremes. Of that is not a right wing. No, no. That is not a right wing extremist group. Let me let me break this down. That is you. not a right wing militia. No. Let me let, Don't shush me. <laughs> but babes, your kind of feeling is that most people who do things wrong by definition can't be right wing. So, let me throw out an example for you. Timothy McVeigh. 
What about Timothy McVeigh? Was he right wing or left wing? It doesn't matter. He killed people. You, you know that he was right wing though, right? It well, it doesn't matter. He killed people. Okay, I'm not. I'm not saying I don't care what his political affiliation was. He killed people. What I'm trying to say, babes, is that in different groups you have a spectrum, right? So let's take the left for example. I'm on most issues, not on everyone, but on most issues, I would say I'm to the left of Bernie Sanders, uh, slightly, right? But uh, am I in favor of communist? communist ideas? No. I think they sound great in theory, but I think in execution, it hasn't really worked out too well. Well, I'm glad you are not a, I'm, I'm glad you are not for communist okay. ideas. Okay, but here's what I'm trying to say. You also have a, a spectrum on the right wing. So, okay, you're right, right wing. Does that mean that you believe in everything that the, the Nazi party believes in? No. But it does mean that you're on a certain spectrum. But that's a misconception. What I'm trying to say is that has been a misconception for a long time. Just like, just like there's been misconceptions about Christians for a long time. Oh. So just because. I just kissed your hands. Yes, I know. So, I mean, just because a person's a Christian, it doesn't make them a Nazi. No, but I'm saying. I, I mean, I know they're, they're two different groups, but. Yeah. It, what I'm saying is when you're part of a group, there can be a huge spectrum, but you're part of a spectrum. So just like I think that communism is wrong. Yeah, but I'm still on the spectrum. But that's a. a, a spectrum, schmectrum. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so just because I'm a lefty doesn't mean I'm a fan of Chairman Mao. And just because you're a right-winger doesn't mean you're a fan of Adolf Hitler. But Adolf Hitler wasn't even a part of the right. That, that, that's Like I said, I'm trying to explain that that you have a misconception about um, about Nazism strictly a right-wing thing, and it isn't. It's uh, not. It's, uh, it's a more progressive – it's a more progressive thing. No. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. I love you, babes. Mm. No, that's, that's, well, 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 then let's out. If it is, mm. uh, if it is, then let's ask ourselves something. Why is it that a lefty president in this country fought the Nazis, sent us to war against the Nazis? Because you do know that FDR was way further to the right than Obama, than Joe Biden. I'm not saying that lefty presidents can't fight the Nazis. I'm saying. That just because they are a Nazi group, it doesn't automatically make them a part of the right. And I think that's been, I think that's been a, um, a twisted narrative for a very, very long time. You know that Christian Piccolini says that they're part of the right wing and he was in a lot of Nazi groups or at least with some white supremacy mm-hmm. groups. That, that's probably something I wouldn't agree with him on. Right, but I think that we should take the person of some. You would and, agree oh, and that. By the way, by the way, in case you uh, think I'm wrong about that, wasn't it the Christians that have um, that have helped to abolish slavery? Yeah, and they were also a group that helped to continue slavery because there's a spectrum in Christianity. No, the group was the Democratic Party. It was not Christianity. No, no, but babes, here's here's what conservatives do sometimes, and we're going to get back to Christian Piccolini, is they'll say, well, the Democratic Party was so racist back in 1865. And yes, in 1865, they were racist. And for real. And they still are racist. No, hold on. And for real, the Republican Party at that time was more progressive on race. No, they weren't. Because, no, they weren't. The Republican Party. (laughs) 
No, they weren't. <laughs> Let me talk for a minute because you've been talking for a while. <laughs> No, I'm, I barely made my point. So um, let me let me talk. Let me talk. I was trying to say I like it when I say the Republican Party was more progressive on race. You're like, no, they were. No, they no, weren't. We were always racist, Bob. No, they weren't. And, and I know that the Democrats would ag- argue that the Republicans have flipped the script, but that's not true. They've always been the party of uh, Jim Crow laws, uh, lynchings, slavery. The Ku Klux Klan. It's never changed. No, it's no, never, no. It's never changed. By the way, do you know what happened in 1867? I'm sure you're going to tell me. Go ahead. Did you know about the uh, Republican Party of Texas in 1867? No, babes. I don't know about some. They were started by black men. So okay. not all black, not all black men were a part of the Democratic Party. Well, babes. And, uh, hold on. I'm not done. I'm just saying, but the the whole idea of the Republicans flipping the script is is actually false. It's okay. not true. One. And if you don't believe me, I suggest that you look up somebody named uh, Carol Swain, who actually used to be a Democrat, and she has since changed, and she knows a lot about um, she knows a lot of of, of history about the um, civil rights movement. Okay, we've said a lot, and there's a lot of different. Uh, uh, things on the table. So let me try to address them all quickly. You're telling me that in 1867, there were black Republicans. Well, there are, there are black Republicans now. I know that. Yes. Right. I know black Republicans. Yeah. I don't, do I understand it? No, but I do. Okay. So what I was trying to say is, yeah, it, when Republicans say that uh, during the civil war, Republicans were better on race than Democrats. That's 100% true. Here's the problem I have. They try to make the correlation that because it was true in 1865, that it's true now. And they conveniently neglect things like the Southern strategy, how Ronald Reagan tried to pre- uh, push crack cocaine into the black community in the 1980s, yeah. which is mm-hmm. well documented. Yeah, and they've been against him for the longest time. Welfare yes. reform. Um, they, they conveniently overlook those things. No, they, they, they conveniently and, overlook that the, um, the, and, and, and it isn't. I thought I was, it was my turn to talk. Yeah, but you've been talking for a while. <laughs> no, I barely started, babe. <laughs> let me, let me say my piece. And is there racism in the Democratic Party? Yeah. But is it better than the Republican Party on race today? Yes. It doesn't mean that there's not issues with it. It doesn't mean that the Democratic Party doesn't have a past of supporting the KKK, but they've made giant strides on those issues. They're no longer as racist as they were. And we want a world with zero racism, but improvement is improvement. And no, I'm being serious. And I'm not a Democrat, babes. I understand that. But I, I think you're wrong about the the script being flipped. That's been that's that's been a false narrative and, for a very long and time. And by the way, you originally brought this up to distract me from my point from Kristen Piccolini, which was you said you disagreed with him. About, I, I probably would disagree with him. But on that. what I was going to say, babes, is I think since he was somebody who was part of these groups for several years, he might know a little bit more about their political leanings than you. I don't think so. I, it, it just, that's something it's to consider. Been, it's been a false narrative for a long time that Christians were involved in Nazism and that Nazism was strictly a right wing thing. And I don't, I don't, that's not true. That has, ne- that's never been true. Is it strictly a right wing thing? 
maybe not. There might it's, be some- it's a misconception that it was strictly a a right a right wing thing, but um, I don't believe that's true. Listen, there might be one or two people that are liberal on other issues, but for the most part, people in the white supremacy movement rain, lean right. No, they don't. No, but, they don't. But babes, here, here's what here's something that I think you're doing, which is a little bit incorrect. You're thinking that because I say that there's a lot of right wingers in the let's just call it the white supremacist movement, that that means I think that every right winger is a part of it. I don't. But I, I, I do think that if you go to a white supremacy meeting, you will find a lot of Trump supporters, a lot of Tucker Carlson supporters. They are not. And I've listened to alternative media and not a one that supported Donald Trump was ever caught in a white supremacy meeting or I've talked about. They've, they've been talking against white supremacists. I thought they Richard have, Spencer was in favor of white supremacy. Richard Spencer? Yeah. Wasn't he a speechwriter for Trump? Um, I don't know. I but, believe but I no. heard that. We can research that later because sometimes Rick gets things wrong. Yes, you do. Okay. No, 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 no. I have never at all heard of any Trump supporter that I've actually heard interviewed ever say that they were a white supremacist or that they, they, um, or that they supported white supremacy. A lot of them have spoken out against white supremacy. We do want to move because we do have fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. But I, w- I want to just say a couple more things about this. Nope. <laughs> I believe that pretty much all media speaks in dog whistles. So it, it happens on, on the, the left, but let's concentrate on the right. And Tucker Carlson is an easy example, so we're not going to go with him. Let's just say Fox News and Newsmax, for lack of a better term, and it'll be all-encompassing for right now. Um, they want people to accept their ideas, but they also know, like, if I come out on TV and I say, I, I hate all people unless they're part of uh, the white movement and we need to have white pride in this country – that's going to mess with advertising money. That's and and cable companies aren't going to want to carry. Comcast is not going to want me if I come on TV in a Nazi uniform. So I can't just do that. I have to find a more creative way to get my messages out, which is where we have dog whistles, where you say things that people are in the know know what they mean. And so I believe that's how these messages get sent out to the public because. If somebody on Fox News said, hey, white power, everybody, uh, and only for white people, they would be taken off. Yeah, it would be, they'd be taken off because it would be bad for their sponsors. But then you could point to that and say, well, look how uh, progressive Fox News was. They took off somebody who's ruined white power. So just, just think about the whole dog whistle thing. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I love you. Well. Give me a kiss. No, I already kissed you earlier. Oh, my goodness. You have to wait till the end of the episode. Can I ask you this? What? What did you think? Now, in retrospect, did you like my Betty White joke that I came up with? On no, the I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White's a No, no, no. Because no. he's a Tucker Carlson. Oh, okay. Stop, stop, stop. Stop, stop. Give me a kiss. 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 Give me a kiss.
Mm. Okay, stop, stop it. <laughs> Honestly. Oh my goodness, babes. Oh my what god. What am I gonna do with you, okay? What am I gonna do with you? You're gonna love me, babes. I already do. Oh, you're gonna love me more, okay? Aye, aye, aye. Oh, babes. <laughs> Let's move off of white supremacy and politics. Yeah. And then and move off of these rants. <laughs> Well, let's see about that. Well, let's move away from ranting Rick here. <laughs> I've been thinking about something that often comes up in my mind mm. within the last couple of days. We kind of talked about the idea last week of gaslighting, where yeah, yeah. somebody will tell you that you remembered is it, something wrong. Is this close enough? I, th- I think you're close enough. Okay, now. okay. But what I'm wondering from your perspective... Yeah. Is all things being equal. So maybe two people are conservative Christians. Oh, yeah. I or know, I know a, that tone of voice. No, no, no. But whatever you want it to be. Uh-huh. Is it better to live life with no regrets and thinking that you, if you did something wrong, it was you trusted too many people and you, you never acknowledge your real regrets in life? Mm. Or to be somebody who has a lot of regrets and is a result, as a result, always tortures themselves over it. I think that would be worse. You do? Yeah. Tell me. Well, because, I mean, yes, a per, uh, it's one thing if a person has regrets, but they do whatever they could to make amends for those regrets. Mm-hmm. Maybe they write letters to people and apologize, or they meet them in person and apologize, or they... Um, they journal about it or, or something like that. Uh, they find a way to move on, but it's another thing for somebody to have regret and they hold that regret and they, they continually punish themselves for it. Mm. I think that's worse. You think that's worse than the somebody who never acknowledges that they're wrong? Well, I think it's the extreme of that. Yeah. Okay. And I'm giving you two extremes. I, I, okay. So. It's one thing if they acknowledge that they're that they're wrong and they try to move on from it, right? Yeah. And it's not good for for anyone to never acknowledge that they're wrong because at some point they are going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's also bad for them to acknowledge that they're wrong and then they continue they continually punish themselves. But which That's one? Do you, which one do you think is worse? None of them is okay. I I I don't know which one is worse now that I think about it. Okay. Because. Someone doesn't acknowledge that they're wrong. It's like, well, you don't have any, you don't have a sense of empathy. Mm. Right. You're not, you're, you're not empathetic. You're more, you're more apathetic to the situation. But it's also not good for someone to constantly torture themselves every day of their life for the rest of their life. They were good, babes. So they're both really bad now that I think about it. Nice. Yeah. I have a uh, something that happened to me this week, babes. Oh, oh did we talk about this here uh, or before? No, 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 no. This isn't like dramatic. It's more kind of oh. like funny. Okay. The NFT thing. Oh, I, I mean, oh, I mentioned it oh, here yeah. before, but I didn't oh. talk about what happened this week. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, okay. I'm on Clubhouse. I want to say this was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I see a room that says... Come inside and get a free NFT. 
So I go in, they say, you need to set up an account with, uh, I don't even remember the place, but I got a NFT wallet Mm -hmm. and go to get it. And it says that I got it, but then I checked back later and it, it didn't show that it showed up. So, but I didn't know that when I'm in the room. So the entire time I'm there, I'm thinking, oh, I just got a free NFT. And all these people are going to the stage saying, I don't understand this. I'm Mm -hmm. not getting this, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, the room ends and I decide, you know what? Let me research a little bit more into cryptocurrency and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. see how it actually works. Mm -hmm. Go to a couple more rooms throughout the day. I'm listening. I think to myself, this sounds kind of exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. But nobody's saying how to get money <laughs> to buy this stuff. So you need actual dollars. Yeah. I go online to YouTube and I do some more research and I decide to set up a Coinbase account, which is one of the, I guess, banks, for lack of a better term, yeah. where you can, you know, ex- use it to ex- get stuff out. I know people who know NFTs are probably like, you sound like a moron right yeah. now, but I'm learning this stuff. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So I get the Coinbase thing and it's not letting me add any money from my account to Coinbase. Mm-hmm. And it's acting really weird. I go to get a Gemini account. And it's doing the same thing. And by now, it's like one thirty in the morning because I've been at this all day. Wow. You know how I am. I go down these rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that lately. Well, it's been a constant thing throughout my life. Yeah. And it's a good thing for you. Is it? Yeah. Why? Because it means that I'm really intelligent. And if you can trick me into getting interested in something, I can do all the research for you. (laughs) Hey, I could use that to my... uh... I could use that to my uh, advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, finally at around two in the morning, (laughs) I find this Q&A for, it was either Gemini or Coinbase. And one of them was saying, well, one of the reasons you may not be able to access funds Mm -hmm. from your bank account is... You know, not all the the banks work the same, even though they're listed on our websites. Wow. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, right? Yeah. And uh, sometimes there'll be technical difficulties, so I'm just like, ah. Oh. Uh. But I, I figured out what the problem was yesterday. I needed to upload a picture of my photo ID. Oh. But here's the thing. I'm a blind guy. Mm-hmm. So I keep trying to take the picture, and it's not accepting it. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> It's, and I keep seeing other things online about how, well, if you really want to make uh, the proper thing on cryptocurrency, you got to do this and then download this piece of software and then you'll, oh, wow. there'll be a workaround here and then there's a third workaround and then there's a workaround for that workaround. So it feels like it's this really weird rabbit hole. It sounds very complicated. I have a friend in the tech industry yeah. who used to be an angel investor. And he was involved with building – it wasn't Google or anything, but he's he's helped build some websites that people know about. It. Let's oh, really? put it to you that way. Okay. And him and I are relatively close. Yeah. So I texted him the other day and I'm like, well, what do you think of NFTs and, and cryptocurrency? And he says, I'm invested in some of this stuff. and I'm, But at this point, what you got to realize is it really is for rich nerds who know this lingo and spent a lot of time on this 
And it's, it's really confusing right now. So unless you're in that world at this point, it doesn't really make sense. And that made me feel a little bit better. Oh, that's good. And then I did some research and something like only 1% of the U.S. population is involved with cryptocurrency right now. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely not a, it's definitely not huge right now. Um, and it sounds to me like you probably don't have to worry about it right now. But it's also good to find out about it now because if it is big in five years, like people are predicting, then it would yeah. be nice to be ahead of the curve. So I've decided, babes, that in January, I'm going to have uh, Web3 Wednesdays because they're calling crypto and NFTs like the uh, third version of the web. And on Wednesdays... Yeah. Is going to be my day in January to like really research that whole world. And if for some reason I, I miss a Wednesday because something comes up. Right. Um, you know, like the Nazi socialists. Oh my God. Or whatever. Then the following week I'll do like Tuesday and Wednesday for the next month. And if at the end of that month I'm still so confused <laughs> that I just, I feel like it's just rabbit hole after rabbit hole. Yeah. Then I'll pause and take like a serious break from it. Oh, good. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I think it's a little obsessive, but whatever floats your boat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that, like, sometimes when you get on a really strange kick, you kind of stay on it for a while. But isn't that good? I guess. Okay. Depends on what it is, though. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I'll be making NFTs out of you there, J-Wo. Out of me? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It does seem really cool. It just seems... Very, very complicated. It, it sounds very complicated, and I'm my mind is just too overwhelmed to wrap itself around that. I, I have <laughs> ideas for artistic things I could do in that space, mm. but it's just about finding out if it's really possible. Listen, is it possible for somebody who studied this stuff for years to do it? Yes. And who has plenty of resources? Yes. But is it possible for Rick, who knows people who used to work in the tech industry and is okay at tech to do it. I don't know. We're going to find that out in January. Okay. Okay. Babes. Yeah. We've talked about the new year. Yes. We talked about, I'm not going to say the fake name, but we talked about Betty White. Oh yeah. By the way, I, I do not know. She is like I said earlier, I believe she's a lip, so my joke about her being a Tucker Carlson fan was just a joke. And not meant to, to cast any shade on Miss White. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And and for the record... Shade on Miss White, get it? Yes. And for the record... <laughs> for the record, I don't know if uh, Tucker Carlson is a white supremacist, and I also don't know if uh, Jeffrey Epstein was killed in prison. But we've talked about a lot of stuff, babes. <laughs> Okay. You, you, I'm glad you see you found that funny. And, but I'm wondering, is there yeah. anything else you want to talk about before we stop this, make out, and watch some Ted Lasso? Um, well, I can't believe that it is the official last day of the year. Yes. And I'm looking forward to ringing in the new year tomorrow. Um, and, I remember we talked about this, like, usually 
on any given New Year's Eve, I stay up until like a little bit past midnight, mm-hmm. maybe even until until one o'clock. And that's um that's typical when I when I celebrated New Year's Eve uh, New Year's with my family. And you said you fell asleep before then, right? Yeah, I generally now will stay up until twelve o'clock, and the only reason is because the fireworks are going to wake me up anyways. Yeah. But if I had my choice, I'd probably go to sleep around nine thirty or ten. Wow. Yeah. It's funny, babes. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday on the phone. Yeah. And he was saying, oh, I could go to sleep on early on a New Year's Eve. And I said, yeah, me too, except for the fireworks. And he's like, well, I guess if you like looking at the fireworks, I had to explain to him, no, bro, it's because <laughs> the fireworks are waking me up. And he's like, oh, yeah. I, I have I have a feeling I might know who that is. He do. Okay. He's, he's actually the friend of mine that you know the best. Oh. Oh, you weren't thinking that it was going to be him. I thought it was going to be somebody else. Oh, well, let me say something real quick then. Okay. About that person. Mm-hmm. I want an excuse to do the artist way again and to get back into morning pages. So this comes up yesterday because our mutual friend, who's better friends with me, mm-hmm. is the one who turned me on to Julia Cameron in the first place. Uh-huh. And we have decided that starting Monday, we're going to do the artist way again. Okay. But we're not going to do every single exercise. We're going to do like a light version of it. Oh, really? Which is better than nothing. Morning pages are going to be a must, at least four days a week. Okay. Are you excited about this? Um, I guess. And, uh, I, 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 uh, I wish you the best on that one. Thank you. And I'm sure you're going to be hearing more about it. Yeah, I'm sure I will. I'll, 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 it'll, I will not hear the end of it. <laughs> in, your head, in your head, you're probably like, ah, yeah, I got to hear about morning pages. No. Okay, good. <laughs> no, because you've been talking to me about morning pages a lot. Oh, good. So. Good, good, good. Yeah. I interrupted you, babes. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, yeah, yeah. New Year's Eve, I, I can't, I can't go to sleep early on New Year's Eve. It's just not. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. But um uh, I am uh I'm excited to see this year off and uh on to the next one to bigger and better things. Yes, yes. And uh excited for different uh prospects and maybe even hopefully performance opportunities. Maybe. I hope so because I've been I've been having some ideas. I've been brainstorming. Okay. And uh, also, uh, I do want us to um, officially finish our book uh, sometime next year. Yes. So um, <laughs> I'm waiting on you, babes. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I've been slacking off. I have to admit, I do. I have. That's okay. Um, but but you know, uh, do you? It, uh, what, what do you, what, what else do you, do you want to say about that as far as like the next year? I am, again, I'm a little bit scared. I don't know if next year is going to be great or if it's going to suck. So all I'm going to say is I am scared, but at the end of the day, I don't have a choice. It's, it's going to come or it's not going to come. So I'm, I'm scared, but I'm, I'm still alive. We're still above ground and while I am very pessimistic, there are a few reasons to be. You just said you were optimi- optimistic earlier. Did I say that? Yes, you did. Did I say that? You said you were more optimistic. 
Oh, well, I'm more optimistic than I was going into this year. And I'm very inconsi- inconsistent according to J-Lo. So, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm scared, but I'm going to put my best foot forward, give it the old college try, and we're going to see what happens. Maybe I'm going to be surprised. I think it's a healthy kind of a fear, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I have to admit there is a little bit. I'm not going to lie and say that I don't have any fears, but there is. But I think that... Uh. As we have got through last year and this year, we can get through next year. I hope so. I think so. We'll see, babes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right, babes, unless there's anything else you want to say, I say we uh, kiss a little bit, then watch some Ted Lasso. We got some great episodes coming up today, babes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh Oh. So do you want to give me a kiss so we can wrap this up? Okay. Mm. Stop it. Stop with your noises. All right, stop with your noises. It's very distracting. Okay, I give me a kiss. Very good, babes. Anything else you want to say? Uh, I just want to say Happy New Year in advance. Even I know it's going to be it's going to be coming out afterwards, but Happy New Year. New Year's in July. July? No, no, no. I'm not going. Wow, you're going to wait that long? No, I'm not. <laughs> It'll probably come out in a week or two. <laughs> yeah, it will come out when the new year officially begins. After the new year. Or after the new year officially begins. Yes, when I will be almost birthday boy again. No, you're almost birthday boy when you're when it's like November. I'm almost birthday boy the day after. No, you're not. Yes, we start counting you have to down. Wait for, you no, have to wait for a year. No, but it's such a momentous <laughs> thing that the countdown begins the next day. I want to say Merry Christmas 2022. That's too early. Well, no, it's not. Yes, it is. And happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to J-Lo. And uh, (laughs) we hope everyone's doing good. Okay. All right, babes. All right. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.